WPTF Radio, Raleigh, North Carolina. And I'm Reese Edwards. Hello, everybody. Atlantic Coast Conference Tournament Basketball is on the air. This is Wally Osley. This is Bill Jackson speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Carroll, CBS News, WPTF in Raleigh. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. I'm Don Curtis. Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday. WPTF in Raleigh. I'm Rufus Adbiston on the Weekend Gardener. Now, here is your moderator, Tom Kemp. Thanks for watching this week's NC Spin. Now, here is Dave Kaiser. Hi, yo. Well, that's good. This is Art Devine. This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York. The monitor edition of News of the World. Debnam views the news. And now, here is Mr. Debnam. Good afternoon, everyone. Chris Cooley, Sam Beard, and Jim Reed, and Carl Gert. Thank you, Sam, and greetings to all of our listeners. This is Harry Presley, WPTF in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wayne Ed is standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Caps. With a nocturn, we send as our best. This is Bill Hope. This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott at the organ and a program of familiar carols. Good morning, this is Phil Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF. I'm Mike Blackman, WPTF News. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Gale here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Everyone, great to have you with us. This is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. And this is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of Raleigh. This is Charles Osgood wishing Mike Raley and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Gardener program. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF Record Vault. Good morning to you. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hap Hanson. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tahir Gardener saying, keep them growing. Now the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back. Wow, zip through. See, Faye, it, it, uh, we zip through hours. Isn't it fast? It's amazing. It's, we're in the third hour. <laughs> we are already, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ten minutes past 10 o'clock. That's Faye McNall. I'm Mike Raley. Got uh, Ann Clapp over here. We got Rufus over there. Phil Campbell's over here this way. And uh, Phil, Phil has the sweets. She's got and passed them out all. We don't have that many people in the station right now, but... Uh, <laughs> Maybe after the show we can we can just sit down and see who drives to the back door. That's right. <coughs> just hand out those. Pass them uh, out. And where are these from? These are from Baker's Dozen in South Hills, and <laughs> there's one in North Raleigh now. She whiz. And it's they good stuff. make all of their 
um, donuts and the honey sweets. buns melt in mm-hmm. your mouth. They make them all. Yeah, they yeah. these big they're honey just, buns. They're just great people. They're really good people too. That's, and, that's and what, what I was, like. What did you eat? What was it you ate? Uh, a couple of hours ago now. <laughs> I, 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 I ate it that much of it. <laughs> apple, was that an, it was apple, an apple fritter? fritter. An apple, apple fritter. Apple, apple fritter, yeah. Yeah, apple fritter. There's a couple left if somebody yeah, wants to that drive was, over. That was right. delicious. Yeah. Give them one when we come out at 11. All right, Faye, I'm sorry you're not here. You, otherwise, yeah, you could have. Uh, you, you must come up and join some us sometime. sometime. That would be really good. I hope to do that. Oh, that right. would be great to see you. So yeah. I, I, I promise that you would talk a little bit about what we need to be doing because you, I know, have a gardening background. You're interested in a lot of different things, but you especially like vegetable gardening, right? Yes. That's true. We taught that course for the um, new class in Durham a couple of times. So uh, my friend and I, who she's a really good researcher, and we put a uh, three different programs together. We had three hours of vegetable programs. Wow, <laughs> fantastic! But, so, uh, what what uh, should we be planting right now? And just kind of give us an update on on things, you know, like tomatoes, for right, instance. Yes. Well, I, let's just think back about people who may be starting to garden or have, and those who have gardened already. If you've yeah. already been gardening, you want to clean out some of the things that are beginning to bolt or start to plant, interplant with them so that they'll, when they pull them out, you've got something coming behind it. So interplanting is a, a really interesting concept to keep things going in your beds. Um, we have to deal with um, containers and uh, raised beds in this area because, you know, Durham County soil is terrible. I don't know if Orange County is much better, but we usually have to resort to making raised beds um, to get things going rather than fighting the clay. So um, I would begin to clean out all that and get ready, get my mulch selected where it gets some good mulch where you know that it's not got weeds in it, and get your amendments ready to go. Make sure if you're locating a new garden, you've got the proper light. You've got to have more than six hours of sun to grow these um, next season vegetables, these summer warm season vegetables. So um, also you need a water supply. You need a soil test if you haven't had one the past year or two as well. So that's part of getting ready. And right now, um, as we say, we're in transition from cool season crops, which are things like your brassicas, your um, kale and cabbage and collards and so forth. Um, We're converting now over to the warm season crops, which, as you said, Mike, will be the tomatoes. One thing to watch out for as you go into this family of of, um, vegetables is that tomatoes, eggplants, peppers, and so forth, don't like cold soil. You have to have soil over 50 degrees, so you might as well wait till first week or two in May to start the tomatoes, and then I'd wait even longer for eggplants and especially okra. Those are hot season crops and peppers as well. One thing you need to think about as you do vegetable garden is to have a rotation schedule. There are three families that don't get along too well or that have pests that we can dispel if we rotate them. So if I had a 12-foot garden, I would divide it into three parts, four feet each, just if you just make yourself a little uh, plan in your mind, and you might want to do this in a journal. In the first one, I would put my brassicas, if I were planting any. That would be radishes, uh, onions, things like that. And then the second one, I would put my tomatoes, possibly. The tomato family would be your tomatoes, eggplants, and peppers. And the third one, I would put my squash, cukes, and melons then rotate those. Every season, move that bed 
around to the mm-hmm. next place. So you replace each other. Just keep moving them around the bed. It's a, it, you can make up a rotation schedule. And that keeps down on pests that stay in the ground and that tend to go with each of these families. So that's one of the things I would do. Also, you want to think about direct seeding versus transplanting. At this point in the garden, I would use transplants for tomatoes, peppers, eggplants, um, sweet potatoes, and I would direct seed everything else that I'd be putting in, like carrots and beans and field peas and okra and um, squash and cucumbers and so forth. So I think that's the thing now is get ready for your warm season plants, the ones that you like. I wanted to refer you to a couple of sources which are absolutely excellent. The one I love the best is from Growing Small Farms in Chatham County. So that website is growingsmallfarms.ces.ncsu.edu. And the name of the article you're looking for as you get into that site is Planting and Harvesting Guide for Piedmont Vegetables and Herbs. It will tell you exactly when to plant things, whether to direct seed them or to use transplants. It will tell you when to harvest them. And it is a fantastic resource that Debbie Ruse and uh, one of her farmer friends, John, I can't remember John's name. Yeah, Debbie uh, is a Chatham County Extension agent. Yes, yes, that's through Extension. And that's their extension. Uh, Growing Small Farms is an extension site. And the other one is a resource that is available um, from North Carolina State. It's the HTTP backslash backslash content.ces.com. Dot ncsu.edu slash 16 dash vegetable dash gardening. That is from the North Carolina Master Gardener Handbook. It is an absolutely thorough and excellent oversight on vegetable gardening. Containers, raised beds, garden sites, whatever it is, site selection, all the things you need to think about as wow. you go into gardening. <clears throat> so I, I would refer someone to look at those and think about Think through what you want to do and where you want to plant different things before you go out there and put it in the ground, and it might do better. And also, we could go into companions, but I won't go into that right now. Very good. All right. Well, thank you so much for that. Uh, Yeah, especially if you, and you're welcome to call this morning at 919-860-9783 for any gardening question, but... uh, Faye's specialty is vegetable garden, so we get a lot of vegetable questions on this show so uh, be sure and call for that reason too uh, is your lawn a really specialty for people in north carolina i think i hear a lot of people and of course you've got your specialist right uh, your guys that you bring on the program but i'm trying something this year that one of my veterans told me about he used to bring the most gorgeous tomatoes and give them to us at the va in, in durham and he would dig a post hole put all his amendments and his lime down in the hole and then plant his tomatoes down in there and fill up around them because they like to make roots all the way up the stem all the season. Right. Also heavy feeders. They need to be fed. And he would have fantastic plants. I'm playing with that idea this year. I think we'll and we'll right. put the basil right on in there with them. So we're going to see what happens. Right. All right. You know, the, the folks at Wild Birds Unlimited are, are so generous. Uh, they have uh, given us a nesting box to give away. So if if you'd like to participate, then this is just something for this weekend contest. Just go to the WPTF Facebook page, and you might win a nesting box. You know, it is nesting season. 
you win a nesting box from Wild Birds Unlimited. Just go to the WPTF Facebook page, look for the posting, and register for the contests. And, again, it runs this weekend only. And uh, good luck. Thanks to our friends at Wild Birds Unlimited, and they wish you, like all of us, uh, happy Mother's Day. Uh, they're in Raleigh and Cary. Wild Birds Unlimited. It was your lawn looking a little ragged because of critter damage. Moles have dug tunnels, I'm sure, in your lawn. Have plants been but devoured? There's no other word for it. By uh, voles, especially the roots. They go after the roots. The plants fall over and die. Are you ready to give up on gardening because you've just pretty fed up, I guess, with all the damage caused by moles and voles? Don't be discouraged. And the damage with I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent. Available in liquid and granular. I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent has a super strong formulation that's effective and easy to use. I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent works without the use of harmful toxins or chemicals. Did you know that many products that kill moles and voles have well, kind of undesirable effects on animals? In fact, they can kill animals. Uh, some of these uh, products, but not I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent. It contains only natural ingredients, botanical oils, give you peace of mind that you won't unintentionally be poisoning an animal, a pet, or or bird. Uh, I Must Garden repellents are sold all over the triangle. So look for I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent in the big orange bag at your favorite garden center or hardware store such as Hudson's Hardware in Garner and Clayton and at Garden Hut in Fuqua Verena. Our friend Phil Campbell also sells I Must Garden products. While you're there, be sure to check out the other I Must Garden repellents like deer, rabbits, squirrels, snakes, dogs, cats, and a whole lot more. It's quite a list. Protect your garden today with natural pest protection from I Must Garden repellents. Earth-friendly, people- and pet-friendly and made right here in the Triangle area. 919-860-9783. We'll uh, talk more with Faye and Ann and uh, Phil and Brother Rufus coming up on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. You're listening to the longest-running gardening show on the radio. It's the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Yeah, we're back. It's uh, 1024. Mike Rayley here along with Ann Clapp and Rufus Edmonston, Phil Campbell of Campbell Road Nursery, and Faye McNoll of the Orange County Cooperative Extension Service. She's a master gardener. Yeah, black cow. A lot of people lo- use black cow. Uh, I mean, a lot of people. It, it's it's the mature manure, of course. And uh, you know, the warm planting season is here. Certainly wasn't yesterday. It felt <laughs> in this morning, but uh, oh. it, yeah, it felt great to me. Yeah, it did. It felt really kind of walking and playing around in the garden. But uh, it was a great day to plant. But uh, we will certainly get warmer and warmer and warmer. So make sure your flower and vegetable gardens are off to a great start with black cow. Prepare new plant beds with a one and a half inch layer of black cow in the area, and then mix it into the soil. About six inches deep. Uh, black cow is natural and organic. It's great compost. It's a perfect compost, actually. It contains nutrients that are released slowly without burning tender roots. Pick up a bright yellow bag and get growing. 
For more details, check out their beautiful website, blackcowkow.com. That's blackkow.com, Black Cow. 919-860-9783. You, you had more to say uh, about the lady who had the, Ann, who had the problem with the weeds that we uh, were trying to identify. Well, she's got a lot of little tree seedlings <clears throat> coming up. I haven't heard back from Ling yet, but she's got some, there's some sweet gum trees. And there are some maple trees for sure. So they 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 all look like seedlings. I think I saw some some uh, chickweed in there, chickweed. but it's, it's getting a little late for chickweed. Well, it look the chickweed looks like the roots have come out from under that bark, and the yeah. and they're not they're not gonna make it because the they were brought in. Yeah, yeah, the stem. Well, the stems from them are are like white. So and then they, of course she mentioned there was yeah. a verbena in there. Yeah, yeah. But the rest of them just look like uh, seedlings. Yeah, right? I think a lot of them are seedlings. They can be pulled out very very easily. They're a pain to pull out because there's so many of them, but yeah. they can be pulled out easy. All right. Yeah. yeah there's yeah. no need to spray or anything. I would not spray you anything. You know, they, all of us get seedlings in the uh, yard and usually they're not, you know, if you um, blow them off. Yeah. Yeah, or just, rake, or you know, if they're in the mulch, you can. Yeah. You, if you mow, uh, that they're eventually going yeah. to to get all messed up. Yeah. Rhonda yeah. is an anger. Hey, Rhonda. Hi. How can we help you today? Um, I have a neighbor who has a mom work done, and they told her she had fur weeds in her yard, and she has dogs that run around out there, and she understands why now their feet are hurting. Hey. What I think she's come to the conclusion that she'll probably just treat half of her yard or, or try to get it out of half of her yard. Well, I know in the past you would need to to use a pre-emergence to get rid of the we used to call them cuckleburras in the yeah. yard, and boy, I, I stepped on many of those. I don't know if they had those in the mountains. Oh yes, <clears throat> you step oh, on them yes. barefooted, and uh, you know, I ran around barefooted a lot, and when I was a kid, and uh, I. The burrweed, I mean, you know, a, a um, pre-emergence is going to certainly help with that. Are they uh, they're in the lawn? Yeah, and they're already prickly. She showed me this morning. I, I touched yeah. one. I, thought, I, I didn't believe her. I thought, we don't have those here. Uh, and they, yeah, they're already in the lawn, and they have already emerged. Is there seedlings maybe there that haven't emerged yet that a pre-emergence would help? Well, I, th- I think you probably need a post-emergent now. Uh, something maybe with atrazine in it. Uh, well, that's a pre-emergent. What am I thinking of? That's a that's pre. You know, I don't. Phil, do you have any? Uh, oh, I don't know about I. I haven't used enough of pre-emergent and that sort of thing. I or, uh, Lordy, I I don't know. I, I it just depends on what stage they're in. Okay. Are they? And that, I think they're in all stages because she, she, I'm not across the street, so she showed me, so I would know. Yeah, because Rhonda, have a, h- hold on, and uh, we'll we'll get back to you. We'll discuss this more. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. More of the Weekend Gardener straight ahead on WPTF. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Uh, uh, 1030... 
1036 WPTF time. Mike Rayleigh here along with Ann Clapp and Rufus Edmiston and Phil Campbell. And Faye McDowell is the master gardener in Orange County. And we were uh, talking with Rhonda about her burrweed uh, or you know, cocoa burr. And if you if you use a pre-emergence, and you can you talked about your dogs, you can use uh, like a corn gluten meal as a pre-emergence, but uh, pre-emergence in late winter, early spring, and then it's up to the post-emergence. Unfortunately, unless you want to get some gloves, uh, good goatskin gloves, and start pulling the stuff up, but you really need, you need to uh, put the pre-emergence out before it blooms, and then. You got all the spiny stuff on it now, but so you would have to use something like Weed Be Gone as a post-emergence. And you mentioned that you have dogs, so you would have to certainly have to be very careful with all of that. And the Weed Be Gone would, would, would well, that's a, that's a post-emergence, so which means that it kills the existing plant. It doesn't prevent the seed from germinating. It it kills okay. uh, what's you know what has seeded out. Okay. And it, it's really too late for a pre-emergent at this point. Yeah, it is. It is. It's emerged already. It's emerged. <laughs> it has. Uh, Faye, you have cocoa burrows <coughs> in your yard. Well, sure we do. I know we I used to have them. The pasture much anymore, but we also have beggar lice. Yeah. Oh, beggar lice. Oh, boy. <laughs> that one you can, you can work with for a few days after you get into that. Right. To get it off your clothes. Now, I think the cocoa burrow usually see more down east or at least where there's Sandy soil, and I guess you got sandy soil there in Anger, Rhonda. Uh, yeah, yeah. There is we, some sand. We had it. We had it, of course, in uh, in Nash County, and still have it, I guess. And it's, of course, we do. What am I thinking? <laughs> okay. Well, uh, so I, you know, that's that's about all we got for you, Rhonda. I think you you you're gonna have to wait till next year or start pulling or. Or use a post-emergence, but uh, that's, your dog's not going to be very healthy uh, with that, probably. Can you burn them out? Is that would that work? That's up to the town of Anger. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know if maybe if you could just spot burn it, so you see. Yeah, maybe so. You, like a flamethrower? Is that what you're talking about, yeah. Rhonda? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that might be a good idea. Well, well you probably would work. Like a sport. Like I, I guess you can get out there as long as you don't think you're. Neighbors will report you or wonder what you're doing. <laughs> okay. Well, I just, yeah, I've seen on like on the internet where people have, you know, they'll kill weeds using something like a torch, just um, spot trees. Yeah. yeah. That'll, I mean, that'll work. Phil, have you done that before? I've never done it, but I can, uh, think that that might be fun i've done it i've done it just just don't do it on a very dry day yeah or, yeah or a windy you know, day the problem is yeah. that we have I've, I've been getting uh you know in my business you, you burn yeah you, you don't want to burn anything right now yeah mm-hmm. so well this is rained. not a time it rained so yeah, the but wind's still, not blowing. still this afternoon yeah. it's going to be really windy and yeah. the yeah. topsoil dries out pretty quickly yeah. so there's still a careful. warning uh, out from the uh, weather service about that, mm-hmm. about burning, and so the okay. uh, local authorities probably wouldn't like that. Just keep either. your hose handy. Yeah, walk around with with a flamethrower <laughs> in one hand and the hose <laughs> in the no. other, and you might be able to do it, get away with it. And my neighbors will think I'm a total lunatic, right? Oh, <laughs> you're well, a pyromaniac. They, yeah, oh. an <clears throat> arsonist. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, thank you very much. Um, what did you call it? Yeah. Hey, that did sounds, you, that Rhonda, sounds kind of fun. Rhonda, be be honest. Yeah. Did you really get any help out of that that answer? 
Okay. <laughs> well, I think I think she's come back around and decided she's going to be a firebug. Yeah, I think she's That's really all right too. warming up to that. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like we'd be gone as a post-emergent. Okay. But my whole yard's wheat, so I'd be in trouble. <laughs> you know? hey, yeah. are, they, are they green? That's the, that's the deal. Mow them down. Yeah. They're green. Yeah, yeah but... I don't like You know, there comes a time in life, Rhonda, where you have to decide what you want. Uh, do you want grass or you want, I mean, do you just want green? I just want green. Plant it, plant it in white clover and forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have lovely flowers, but my, I don't have grass. I have green. Hey, somebody's calling your other phone. It's my computer. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Oh, it's your, your it's Faye. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Faye's getting a call I, from I the governor. Thank you. Thank you very much, Rhonda. Let let us know if you have anything left after this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, radio is is so like funny. Fun. It's it's uh, it started out with people like Bing Crosby and Bob Hope. I mean, they were doing radio, and you see now what it, the evolution of radio. Has come down to this. Well, it, it, this. we haven't gone over liver much today. <laughs> That's well, really we're probably running out of time. We've we run that one up. in the ground. Yeah, we, we may not come up with that, but uh, gee whiz. Why don't we talk about your car instead? And the pollen, if Phil's been bothered by the pollen, your car is probably bothered by the pollen <clears> too. And because uh, that some of the pine pollen is not as bad as it was, and there's other pollen out pollen out there that may be getting on your car, but it's getting inside the car too. So all the pollen we're seeing is a good reminder that now is a time to take your vehicle to King's Auto Service for a spring checkup. Items that need to be checked include wiper blades, which have taken abuse from the winter weather, and the cabin air filter, which keeps the, the pollen out of the inside of your car. Now, during your spring checkup, make sure your air conditioning system is ready for the upcoming hot weather. We've already had a little bit. For those of you currently driving a Toyota Prius or any other hybrid vehicle, the certified hybrid technicians at King's are now able to refurbish your high-voltage battery pack for less than the dealer will charge to replace it. This usually occurs around 150,000 miles. So call King's today to schedule a courtesy battery analysis. King's Auto Service and King's Correct Lube. Easy to find at 1039 Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh and at kingautomotive.net. King's Automotive Service, Raleigh's most reliable auto care since 1946. Why don't we go to Harry in, in Raleigh? Harry, good morning. You're on WPTF. Yes, I bought a bunch of diances, maybe four or five pots full last yes. fall. Right. Made it. As a substitute for pansies, they made it through the winter except the harshest time, and now they look beautiful. And I'm, I'm wondering how long they will last through the weather, through the season. Yeah, Rufus, you were talking about uh, your snapdragons and some other things that Dianthus. are happier in cool weather. I got my snapdragons and dianthus from Phil. And you hate to get rid of and them. And I hate yeah, to get rid of them, and there's sad. no reason to do it real soon. You don't uh, I've I got this theory: as long as they look beautiful. And they're not uh, scraggly and looking ugly. Leave them. But now, technically, 
uh, uh, three or four more weeks is about it, isn't it, Phil? Yeah, probably probably a couple of weeks, actually. Um, the only, If you want to leave them there, um, they'll be fine. They'll go down like they did. They'll go down in the heat like they did in the real extreme cold, and then they'll come back. But um, if you want to plant an annual in that in that place where the dianthus is right now, um, if you're going to take planning on taking it out, um, dianth uh, annuals uh, are are a little bit in short supply this year because everybody's planting. Now we're going to be planting some more crops, but a lot of crops are running out. So you've got if you want to keep the dianthus there and you're going to leave it there, that's fine, and it's going to go down in the heat and come back. But if you want to take it out and put an annual in, you probably better do that in the next couple of weeks. Faye, did you want to add anything? Uh, you could always put a plant that will shade it, like you do lettuce. You know, put something that's right. going to grow up a little bit and shade it. That will keep it going a while. But it will continue right. to live. It will live. Yes, it'd it be will. nice to move it into shade, maybe if you have it in a pot or something. But I brought a, um, a bunch of dantas around year round this time, and I've put them out, and they're coming back beautifully. Mm-hmm. Well, these are in prominent viewing from the street, so i got to mm-hmm. get rid of them and put something like a patina uh, or something. Yeah, place. well, oh. I would do that pretty soon mm-hmm. because of the because the crops of flowers, of, of summer flowers, are dwindling. Yeah. And my, snap, um, my, my snapdragons go all year. Oh, yeah. Just keep going. That's great. Oh, I do that, too. That's great. But I would take right. the dianthus up and put it somewhere else. I would not mm-hmm. just destroy yeah. it. Okay. Put, well, put it. Would you say put it in the shade, Faye? I'd put it in a pot and put it in the shade. If yeah. It's mm-hmm. Yeah. Put it in a pot in the winter to have some. Of it, it doesn't do a lot in the winter, but it, it lives outdoors. I mean, it stays out in the cold. Right. Yes, yeah. ma'am. Then right. you bring it out and uh, give it some nice soil and put it in and water it up. It'll come back. Thanks you may some, not want it if you, for, you've got a showy place there. That may not work for you, but it would for no. some people. Okay. Well, that helps me out. Thank you. You're well, welcome. Harry, I appreciate you calling us. Yes, sir. Enjoyed it. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bill is in Cumberland County. Bill, how you doing today, buddy? I'm terrific. I want to let you know, could you, uh, cockleburrs will grow anywhere. I've seen them from Alabama to Michigan. <laughs> 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 they just follow you around, don't they, Bill? They're worse than kudzu. I mean, they... You know, we thought Sherman did damage to the South. <laughs> <laughs> well, he may have brought he may have brought cockleburrows with him. I know. But, uh, the old agronomist here, uh, you can find cockleburrows anywhere. Right. Now, I have one problem I want to address, but Rufus, I have a recipe for you. If you boil a funny bone, you'll get a laughing stop. <laughs> Rufus, like, you got you to use that in your next speech. I, I like that. That's humorous. That's if you funny. boil a funny bone, bone you, you get, get laughing, laughing stock. stock. That's, That's humorous. That is great. It's humorous. <laughs> <laughs> it's humorous. Not hubris, humorous, humorous. <laughs> I, I won't use that one, Bill. Uh, anyway, I've got uh, some, uh, I hate it, dandelions are in my uh, centipede, and mm-hmm. if I use 2,4-D, I will kill my centipede. Is there anything that I can use uh, that will kill them while it's still growing? Because I had a few last year, and I uh, I 
managed to dig them out, and evidently I missed it because I got an infestation. And, of course, the worst ones were over the septic tank in the grain field. Hmm. You, you can I, – now, I, I don't mind. I just mow them down with, with, with the clover. Yeah. But I have this, this uh, cylinder stick-like thing that you can use Roundup where it touches only the plant right. that you want to kill. Yeah. Or you, you can paint if it. You're, if you're, you just sort of touch it and paint it mm-hmm. and just push down on it, and it, it works. And you, you certainly don't want to try to spray because you'll kill everything right. around on it. Yeah. But that, that works for me if I wanted to kill something in my flower garden. Right. I, I made uh, one last year, like a wick wiper, about a, a 16 inches wide, mixed up Roundup in a paint tray and just used that around the edges of the garden. Mm-hmm. But I could do the same thing with 2,4-D for these dandelions. Yes, I think yes. you should. Yes. And by the way, the idea of burning the uh, weeds is not bad. Uh, back before we had some of the herbicides that we have mm-hmm. now, flame weeders, particularly in cotton, mm-hmm. were very popular. You pulled them behind a three-point hitch. You had a propane tank, and mm-hmm. you had shields to keep the cotton from getting burned. Right. They used a relatively low-temperature flame to take out the weeds in between rows. That's great. Wow. Yeah. We've we've burned burned a, a lot. Burn you a just field. have to do it at the right time and know how right. to do it, and have right. a water hose handy. <laughs> that work on dandelion? It has such a long taproot. I sort of wonder if it won't just pop right back up again. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what I think with the dandelions. I uh, yeah. probably it would it would uh, just burn them. Bump, bump it's them like back. gum trees. If you take them out and they come right back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Anybody like wild onions? Um, I got plenty of sweet gum. We cleared out a little spot in the edge of the woods to increase the pasture and. I did not have it bulldozed. We just cut the trees and burned the brush and so forth like we did years ago. And I must have several thousand uh-huh. sweet gum. Uh-huh. Oh, no. I want some. Come and get them. I'll- uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. Bill, thank you so much for calling us from Cumberland County. We appreciate it, buddy. Have a nice weekend. You too. All right. Uh, more of the weekend gardeners straight ahead. A whole, Well, not a whole lot. Just a few minutes. We'll be back. You're listening to one of the longest-running radio shows in the country, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right. We're back. And uh, you know, we, we weren't discussing squirrels off the air, but we have before, and yep. uh, the trials and tribulations of that. But squirrels can be, certainly be a nuisance in the garden. They uh, eat flower buds and, and dig up plants and chew on all kinds of wood and stuff in your, like your furniture outside. They can yep. be really annoying, but you can put a stop to squirrel damage with IMOS Garden Squirrel Repellent. IMOS Garden Squirrel Repellent is a safe and effective way to keep squirrels from digging and chewing. It contains botanical oils and natural ingredients that squirrels just don't like. Available in liquid and granular, IMUS Garden Squirrel Repellent is effective and easy to use, and it Works without the use of harmful toxins or chemicals. You can spray Imos Garden Squirrel Repellent directly on buds and flowers or sprinkle the Imos Garden Granular Repellent exactly directly on the soil. In your flower pots uh, to prevent digging, for instance. And if you want to prevent squirrels from chewing on trees, spray your trees as they start leafing out. Imos Garden Repellents are sold all over the Triangle area and beyond. 
or I must garden squirrel repellent, just go to a, a garden center or a hardware store such as Homewood Garden Center in Raleigh and Town and & Country Hardware Stores all across the Triangle. And while you're there, be sure to check out the other IMOS Garden repellents, for instance, uh, deer, rabbit, mole, vole, uh, snakes, dogs, cats, and more. Protect your garden today with natural pest protection from IMOS Garden repellent. Earth-friendly, people- and pet-friendly, and made right here in the Triangle. And... Uh, Preserve those plants, and they'll grow. And I'll tell you something else that'll help them grow is black cow, the mature manure. You know, the warm planting season is upon us. And make sure that all of the flowers and vegetable gardens that you uh, have going on around the landscape get off to a great start with black cow and are happy during the season. Prepare new plant beds with one-and-a-half-inch layer of black cow and the area, and then Mix it into the soil about six inches deep. Black cow is natural and organic. It, it contains nutrients that are released slowly without burning tender roots. Pick up the bright yellow bag and get growing. For more details, check out their wonderful rep website, blackcow.com. That's blackcow.com, spelled with a K, K-O-W. <clears throat> I don't re- I'm not sure we really have time to take another phone call, but... Uh, uh, Faye, I, I really appreciate you being on. See how easy it is to do this show. Thank you, Mike. It's been fun. I enjoyed it so much. Oh, we've well, it's great to have you around. Thank you, Phil. Yeah. Now you you're going to be on again if I ask you to be on again, which I I will. We'll, we'll put it down. All right, all right. We'll we'll be in touch. I worry I worry the heck out of people who are on this <laughs> show. To to, uh, to come join us because well, Faye, I look forward to meeting you. Yeah, yeah, we me do too. too. You like need to come you. up Thank here sometime. You, uh, Rufus, we have uh, UNC in common. I have three degrees from over there. And, uh, oh, uh, heavens above. Enjoy the weekend over there this this time. What are your degrees in? Public health nurse, um, nursing, public health nursing, and MBA. Oh, oh wonderful. We, we, we've got to have a nurse come into the studio. We've got <laughs> got us a lawyer. We need somebody with a medical background. I want to come Definitely. see you up there. That's what I want to do. Do you have a mental health background? I mean, she could uh, uh, well, treat people. Yes, I've had some mental health. Oh, because this is a radio station, and the, and the kind of people it re- attracts. Are you asking me to? I have a mental health issue. Yeah, no, but you I, have I, an I issue. Just, well, I don't know. I wouldn't ask that. I, I have I have more uh, upbringing than that. Hey, next week, next week we have Justin Burleson coming in, and Justin is a home gardener, but uh, Justin is. Uh, Sponsoring the show next week. He's with Premier Agents Network of Fonville Morrissey Realtor, and he's a listener, a big-time oh. listener of, uh, of the Weekend Gardener, but he's also uh, uh, an avid gardener. So he's going to come up and, and join us, and we're going to talk about uh, real, real estate um, with him a little bit too. And so, you know, if you're selling your home, but you're afraid you won't find something else in the crazy housing market, and it is crazy right now. Justin Burleson with Premier Agents Network of Fonville Morrissey Realty is just the person to go to. He can help you with lots of problems, tackle the, the, the market right now, knowing they'll get top dollar, but they're afraid of being homeless. So Justin and his Premier Agents Network teams have the experience and the strategies to help you get out of your current home, get maximum profits, and find your next home. And that is a real issue, not selling, but 
but uh, finding another home now. All stress as stress-free as possible. So call Justin Burleson of Premier Agents Network today. 919-5161. That's 919-5161. And, uh, well, if he's in the can of Tommy Burleson, Mike. I don't know. Well, that we'll certainly find yeah, we'll out. Yeah, we'll find out, won't you we? You can ask him, Rufus. Yeah. Or you can uh, go online to premieragentsnetwork.com. If you're selling your home, give Justin Burleson of Premier Agents Network a call. And uh, you can't call the Weekend Gardener anymore today, but you can call us next, next week, 8 until 11. Ms. Clapp, Brother Rufus, happy uh, Mother's Day to you, Ms. Thank Phil. You. I appreciate and, that. And uh, happy Mother's Day to Thanks. sweet Melissa. Faye, to you too. Have a great day, and thank you so much.